twenty, returners, savants, and men of the fashionable world, here all essential differences of opinion were laid aside and all met on common ground, her come seemed to have influenced all her life, only good feeling and equality found a place near her, and few women have the blessed fortune to be so sincerely mourned by a host of friends as was Elizabeth V. G. Lebrun, dying at the age of 87, Madame. Lee Brun's works numbered 660 portraits 15 genre or figure pictures and about 200 landscapes painted from sketches made on her journeys. Her portraits included those of the sovereigns and royal families of all Europe, as well as the most famous authors, artists, singers, and the learned men in church and state. As an artist M. Charles Blanc thus esteems her, in short, Madame. Lebrun belonged entirely to the 18th century I wish to say to that period of our time which rested itself suddenly at David, while she followed the counsels of Verne. Her pencil had a certain suppleness, and her brush a force, but she too often attempted to imitate Gruz in her later works and she weakened the resemblance to her subjects by abusing the regard no cloudy or indistinct effect. She was too early in vogue to make all the necessary studies and she too often contented herself with an ingenuity a little too manifest, without judging her as complacently as the Academy formerly judged her. We owe her an honorable place, because in spite of revolutions and reforms she continued to her last day the light, spiritual, and French art of Watteau, Napier, and Fragonard, the IGRI, Caterina D. Lipodalmasi I was much admired by Malvasia, who not only extols his pictures, but his spirit as well and represents him as following his art as a religion, beginning and ending his daily work with prayer. Lippo is believed to have been the master of Caterina de Vigri, and the story of her life is in harmony with the influence of such a teacher. She is the only woman artist who has been canonized, and in the convent of the Corpus Domini, in Bologna, which she founded, she is known as La Santa, and as a special patron of the fine arts. Caterina was of a noble family of Ferrara, where she was born in 1413. She died when 50 years old, and so great was the reverence for her memory that her remains were preserved, and may still be seen in a chapel of her convent. There are few places in that ever-wonderful Italy of such peculiar interest as this chapel, where sits, clothed in a silken robe, with a crown of gold on the head, the erect body of a woman who died 440 years ago. The body is quite black, while the nails are still pink. She holds a book and a scepter, around her, in the well-lighted chapel, are several memorials of her life, the viola on which she played, and a manuscript in her exquisite chirography, also a service book illuminated by Caterina, and, still more important, one of her pictures, a Madonna and Child, inserted in the wall on the left of the chapel, which is admirable for the beauty of expression in the face of the Holy Mother. We cannot trace Caterina's artist life step by step, but she doubtless worked with the same spirit of consecration and prayer as did that Piatto whom we call Angelico, in his Florentine convent, a century earlier. Caterina executed many miniatures, and her easel pictures were not large. These were owned by private families. She is known to us by two pictures of St. Ursula folding her robe about her companions. One is in the Bologna Gallery the other in the academy in Venice, the first is on a wooden panel, and was painted when the artist was 39 years old, the saint is represented as unnaturally tall, the figures of her virgins being very small, the mantle and robe of Saint Ursula are of rich brocade ornamented with floral designs, 
while on each side of her is a white flag, on which is a red cross. The face of the saint is so attractive that one forgets the elongation of her figure. There is a delicacy in the execution, combined with a freedom and firmness of handling fully equal to the standard of her school and time. Many honors were paid to the memory of Caterina de Vigri. She was chosen as the protectress of academies and art institutions, and in the 18th century a medal was coined, on which she is represented as painting on a panel held by an angel. How few human beings are thus honored three centuries after death. Vincent, Madame, Celebiel, Vischer, Anna and Maria, these daughters of the celebrated Dutch engraver were known as the Dutch Muses. They made their best reputation by their etchings on glass, but they were also well known for their writing of both poetry and prose. They were associated with the scholars of their time and were much admired. Voltmer, A. and Elizabeth C. A. C. I. L. I. A. Born in Berlin, 1827, she studied with Schroeder in her native city, with El Cognette in Paris, and later in Italy, she returned to Berlin, where she painted portraits and genre subjects. Her picture of the grandmother telling stories is in the Museum of Staten. Among her works are An Artist's Travels, A German Emigrant, and School Friends, Violino H. Bessie Potter, Bronze Medal, Paris Exposition, 1900, Second Prize at Tennessee Centennial, Honorable Mention at Buffalo Exposition, 1901, Member of the National Sculpture Society and National Arts Club, Born in St. Louis, Missouri. 1872. This sculptor is a pupil of the Art Institute, Chicago. Among her best works are The Young Mother, Twin Sisters, His First Journey, Girl Reading, etc. In the Century Magazine, September, 1897, Arthur Hober wrote, There were shown at the Society of American Artists in New York, in the spring of 1896, some statuettes of graceful young womanhood, essentially modern in conception, singularly naive in treatment refined, and withal intensely personal. While the disclosure is by no means novel, Miss Potter makes us aware that in the daily prosaic life about us there are possibilities conventional yet attractive, simple, but containing much of suggestion, waiting only the sympathetic touch to be responsive if the proper chord is struck. This author also notices the affiliation of this young woman with the efforts of the Tanagra workers, and says, but if the inspiration of the young woman is evident, her work can in no way be called imitative. Voss, Maria, born in Amsterdam, 1824, pupil of P. Her pictures were principally of still life, two of which are seen in the Amsterdam Museum. Wagner, Maria Dorothea, family name Dietrich, 1728-1792. The Gallery of Wiesbaden has two of her landscapes, as has also the museum at Gotha. Der Mühlengrut, representing a valley with a brook and a mill is in the Dresden Gallery. Ward, Missy this sculptor has a commission to make a statue of G.R. Clark for the St. Louis Exposition. No reply to circular. Ward, Henrietta Marietta. Gold and silver medals at the Crystal Palace, bronze medal at the Vienna Exposition. 1873. Born in Newman Street, London. When that street and the neighborhood was the quarter in which the then celebrated artists resided. Mrs. Ward was a pupil of the Bloomsbury Art School and of Saxe Academy. Her grandfather, James Ward, was a royal academician, and one of the best animal painters of England. While Sir Thomas Lawrence lived, Mrs. Ward's father, who was a miniaturist, was much occupied in copying the works of Sir Thomas on ivory, 
as the celebrated portrait painter would permit no other artist to repeat them. After the death of Sir Thomas, Mr. Ward became an engraver. Her mother was also a miniature painter. Her great-uncles were William Ward, R.A. and George Moreland, John Jackson. R.A. was her uncle, and her husband, Edward M. Ward, to whom she was married at 16, was also a Royal Academician. From 1849, Mrs. Ward exhibited at the Royal Academy during 30 years, without a break. But her husband's death caused her to omit some exhibitions, and since that time her exhibits have been less regular. For some years Mrs. Ward has had successful classes for women at Chester Studios, which have somewhat interfered with her painting. Mrs. Ward's subjects have been historical and genre, some of which are extensively known by prints after them. Among these are, Joan of Arc, Palisi the Potter, and, Mrs. Fry and Mary Saunderson visiting prisoners at Newgate. The last dedicated by permission to Queen Victoria, this picture was purchased by an American, of her picture of, Mary of Scotland, giving her infant to the care of Lord March, Palgrave wrote, this work is finely painted, and tells its tale with clearness. Among her numerous works are, the poet Hogg's first love, Chatterton, the poet, in the Muniment Room, Bristol, Lady Jane Grey refusing the crown of England, and were market, Queen Mary of Scots farewell to James I, washing day at the Liverpool docks, the princes in the tower, George III, and Mrs. Delaney, with his family at Windsor, the young pretender, and many others, One sixteen, Mrs. Ward exhibited two heads in crayon, in 1903, at the Academy, she exhibited, the dining room, Cubt House, Knightsbridge, Mrs. Ward painted for Queen Victoria two portraits of the Princess Beatrice, and a life-size copy of a portrait of the Duke of Albany. She also painted a portrait of Princess Alice of Albany, who is about to marry Prince Alexander of Teck. Edward VII has commissioned this artist to make two copies of the state portrait, painted by S. Luke Fields. R.A. Mrs. Ward had two more votes for her admission to the Royal Academy than any other woman of her time has had. Wasser, Anna, born at Zwerich. 1676, is notable among the painters of her country. She was the daughter of an artist, and early developed a love of drawing and an unusual aptitude in the study of languages. In painting she was a pupil of Joseph Werner. After a time she devoted herself to miniature painting, her reputation extended to all the German courts, as well as to Holland and England, and her commissions were so numerous that her father began to regard her as a mine of riches. He allowed her neither rest nor recreation, and was even unwilling that she should devote sufficient time to her pictures to finish them properly. Under this pressure of haste and constant labor her health gave way and she became melancholy. She was separated from her father, and in more agreeable surroundings her health was restored and she resumed her painting. Her father then insisted that she should return to him. On her journey home she had a fall from the effects of which she died at the age of 34. Fusley valued a picture by Anna Wasser, which he owned, and praised her correctness of design and her feeling for color. Waters, Sadie Page 1869-1900, Honorable Mention Paris Exposition, 1900, born in St. Louis, Missouri. This unusually gifted artist made her studies entirely in Paris, under the direction of M. Luke Oliver Murderson. Her earlier works were portraits in miniature, in which she was very successful. That of Jane Hayding was much admired. She also excelled in illustrations, but in her later work she found her true province. That of religious subjects, a large picture on ivory, called La Vierge Jolis, 
was exhibited in Paris, London, Brussels, and Ghent, and attracted much attention. Her picture of the Gershox Rosiers, reproduced here, was in the Salon, 1899, and in the exhibition of religious art in Brussels in 1900, after which it was exhibited in New York, and wherever seen it was especially admired. Miss Waters' pictures were exhibited in the Salon Francais, Champs-Élysées, from 1891 until her death. From the earliest days of childhood she was remarkable for her skill in drawing and in working out, from her own impressions, pictures of events passing about her. If at the theater she saw a play that appealed to her, she made a picture symbolic of the play, and constantly startled her friends by her original ideas and the pronounced artistic temperament which was very early the one controlling power in her life. Mr. Carl Gooder thus speaks of her good fortune in studying with M. Murderson, as the master and student became more and more acquainted, and the great artist found in the student those kindred qualities which subsequently made her work so refined and beautiful. He took the utmost care in developing her drawing the fidelity of line and of expression, and the ever-pervading purity in her work. The sympathy with all good was reflected in the student as it was ever present with the master, and only those who are acquainted with M. Murderson can appreciate how fortunate it was for art that the young artist was under a master of his character and temperament. One of her pictures, called, Locrisanthome, represents a nude figure of a young girl, seated on the ground, leaning against a large basket of chrysanthemums, from which she is plucking blossoms. The figure is beautiful, and shows the deep study the artist had made, although still so young. The following estimate of her work is made by one competent to speak of such matters, in this epoch of feverish uncertainty, of heated discussions and rivalries in art matters. The quiet, calm figure of Sadie Waters has a peculiar interest and charm generated by her tranquil and persistent pursuit of an ideal an ideal she attained in her later works, an ideal of the highest mental order, mystical and human, and so far removed from the tendencies of our time that one might truthfully say. It stands alone. Her talents were manifold. She was endowed with the best of artistic qualities. She cultivated them diligently, and slowly acquired the handicraft and skill which enabled her to express herself without restriction. In her miniatures she learned to be careful, precise, and delicate. In her work from nature she was human, and in her studies of illuminating she gained a perfect understanding of ornamental painting and forms and the subtle ambience of the beautiful old churches and convents where she worked and poured over the ancient missiles, and softly talked with the princely robed Monsignori, no doubt did much to develop her love for the beautiful story, the delicate myth of Christianity and all this, all these rare qualities and honest efforts we find in her last picture, the Virgin, the beauty and preciseness of this composition, the divine feeling not without a touch of motherly sentiment, its delicacy so rare and so pure, the distinction of its coloring, are all past expression, and give it a place unique in the 19th century. Paul W. Bartlett, Paris, 1903, Wegman, Burnerfit, Honorable Mention, Paris Salon, 1880, Third Class Medal, 1882, Thorwaldsen Medal at Copenhagen, Small Gold Medal, Berlin, 1894, Born at Solio, Switzerland, 1847, Studied in Copenhagen, Munich, Paris, and Florence. She paints portraits and genre subjects. Her pictures, seen at Berlin in 1893, were much admired. They included portraits, figure studies, and Danish interiors. 
at Munich, in 1894, her portraits attracted attention, and were commended by those who wrote of the exhibition. Among her works are many portraits, mother and child in the garden, and a widow and child, are two of her genre subjects, Weiss, Rosario, silver medal from the Academy of San Fernando, 1842, for a picture called, Silence, member of the Academy, pupil of Goya, who early recognized her talent, in 1823, when Goya removed to Berdios, she studied under the architect Tiber Kyle Perez, after a time she joined Goya, and remained his pupil until his death in 1828, she then entered the studio Lacour, where she did admirable work, in 1833, for the support of her mother and herself, she made copies of pictures in the Prado on private commissions, in 1842 she was appointed teacher of drawing to the royal family, in which position she did not long continue, her death occurring in 1843, among her pictures are, attention, an allegorical figure, an angel, a Venus, and, a Diana, among her portraits are those of Goya, Velasquez, and Figaro, Wigman, Marie Elizabeth, family name Hank, small gold medal, Berlin, born 1826 at Salberberg, Silesia, died, 1893, at Dusseldorf, in 1841 she began to study with Stilke in Dusseldorf, later with Kaysom, she traveled extensively in Germany, England, Holland, and Italy, and settled with her husband, Rudolf Wiegmann, in Dusseldorf, in the museum at Hanover is, the colonists' children crowning a Negro woman, and in the National Gallery at Berlin a portrait of Schnaz, some children's portraits, and one of the Countess Hetzfeld, should also be mentioned among her works. In portraiture her work was distinguished by talent, spirit, and true artistic composition, in genre especially the so-called ideal genre she produced some exquisite examples, Wentworth, Marquis Cecilia D. Gold Medal, Tours National Exposition, Lyon and Turin, Honorable Mention, Paris Salon, 1891, Bronze Medal, Paris Exposition, 1900, Chevalier of the Legion of Honor, 1901, born in New York, pupil of the Convent of the Sacred Heart and of Cabanel, in Paris, this artist has painted portraits of Leo XII, who presented her with a gold medal, of Cardinal Ferrari, of Chalamolicour, president of the Senate at the time when the portrait was made, and of many others, her picture of, Faith, is in the Luxembourg Gallery, at the Salon des Artistes Français, 1903, Madame de Wentworth exhibited the, portrait of Mademoiselle, X, and, Solitude, no reply to Circular, Wheeler, Janet, first Toppin Prize and Mary Smith Prize at Academy of Fine Arts, Philadelphia, Gold Medal, Philadelphia Art Club, Fellow of Academy of Fine Arts, and member of Plastic Club, Philadelphia, born in Detroit, Michigan, pupil of Academy of Fine Arts, Philadelphia, and of the Julian Academy in Paris, this artist paints portraits almost entirely, which are in private hands, I know of but one figure picture by her, which is called, Beg for it. She was a miniaturist several years before taking up larger portraits. White, Florence, silver medal at Women's Exhibition, Earl's Court, silver medal for a pastel exhibited in Calcutta, born at Brighton, England, pupil of Royal Academy Schools in London, and of Bouderia and Perrier in Paris. In 1899 this artist exhibited a portrait in the New Gallery, in 1901 a portrait of Bertram Blunt, Esquire at the Royal Academy and in 1902 a portrait of, Peggy, a little girl with a poodle, 
she has sent miniatures to the Academy Exhibition several years, that of Miss Lyle Wilson was exhibited in 1903. Whitman, Sarah D. Street Pre. Bronze Medal at Columbian Exposition, Chicago, 1893, Gold and Bronze Medals at Atlanta Exposition, Diploma at Pan American, Buffalo, 1901, Member of the Society of American Artists, New York, Copley Society, Boston, Watercolor Club, Boston, born in Baltimore, Maryland, pupil of William M. Hunt and Thomas Couture, Mrs. Whitman has painted landscapes and portraits, and of recent years has been much occupied with work in glass, windows by her are in Memorial Hall, Cambridge, in the Episcopal Church in Andover, Massachusetts, etc., an altarpiece by her is in All Saints Church, Worcester, her portrait of Senator Baird is in the State Department, Washington, Whitney, and, born in Watertown, Massachusetts, made her studies in Belmont and Boston, and later in Paris and Rome, Miss Whitney's sculptures are in many public places, a heroic-sized statue of Samuel Adams is in Boston and Washington, in bronze and marble, Harriet Martindale is at Wellesley College, in marble, the Lotus Eaters is in Newton and Cambridge, in marble, Lady Godiva, a life-size statue in marble, is in a private collection in Milton, a statue of Lee Erickson, in bronze, is in Boston and Milwaukee, a bust of Professor Pickering, in marble, is in the observatory, Cambridge, a statue, Rona, is in Albany, Wellesley, St. Louis, and Newton, in both marble and bronze, Charles Sumner, in bronze of heroic size, is in Cambridge, a bust of President Walker, bronze, is also in Cambridge, President Stearns, a bust in marble, is in Amherst, a bust of Mrs. Alice Freeman Palmer is in Cambridge, a bust of Professor Palmer is on a bronze medal, the Cala Fountain, in bronze, is in Franklin Park, and many other busts, medals, etc. in marble, bronze, and plaster, are in private collections, Wilson, Mel the Beatrice, prize of $100 a year for three successive years at Cincinnati Art Museum, honorable mention, Paris Salon, 1897, born in Cincinnati, 1875, pupil of Cincinnati Art Museum, under Louis T. Rebizzo and Thomas Noble, in Paris, of Rodin and Vincent Norodny. My special invitation this sculptor has been an exhibitor at the National Sculpture Society, New York. Her principal works are, The Minute Man, in Corcoran Art Gallery, Washington, D.C., The Volunteer, which was given by the state of New York as a military prize to a Vermont regiment, an equestrian statue of John F. Doyle, Jr., Bull and Bear, and the Polo Player, in bronze, owned by Tiffany and Company, Retribution, in a private collection in New York. Miss Wilson has been accorded the largest commission given any woman sculptor for the decoration of the buildings of the St. Louis Exposition. She is to design eight spandrels for Machinery Hall, each one being 28 by 15 feet in size, with figures larger than life. The design represents the wheelwright and boiler making trades, reclining nude figures, of colossal size, bent toward the keystone of the arch, each holding a tool of a machinist. Interlaced cogwheels form the background. Werder, Anna Marie, member of the Munich Art Association, born in St. Petersburg, 1846, studied in Vienna under Strasskirchke commonly known as Johann Cannon and in Paris, although her year's work in the latter city seems to have left no trace upon her manner of painting, the genre pictures, in which she excels, clearly show the influence of the old Dutch school, a writer in, Modern Kunst, says, in general, 
that she shows us real human beings under the precious as ridicules, the languishing gallants and the pedant, and often succeeds in individualizing all these with the sharpness of a chudoyaki, though at times she is merely good-natured, and therefore weak, sometimes, like Terborch, by her anecdotical treatment, she can set a whole romantic story before you, again, in the manner of Gerard Dow. She gives you a penetrating glimpse into old burger life work that is quite out of touch with the dilettantism that largely pervades modern art. The admirers of this unusual artist seek out her genre pictures in the exhibitions of today, much as one turns to an idol of Heinrich Voss. After a dose of the storm and stress, poets, most of her works are in private galleries. One of her best pictures will be seen at the St. Louis Exposition. Weisinger Florian, Olga. Bavarian Ludwig Medal, 1891, Medal at Chicago, 1893, born in Vienna, 1844, pupil of Spiefer and Schwindler, she has an excellent reputation as a painter of flowers, in the New Gallery, Munich, is one of her pictures of this sort, and at Munich, 1893, her flower pieces were especially praised in the reports of the exhibition, she also paints landscapes, in which she gains power each year, her color grows finer and her design or modeling stronger. At Vienna, 1890, it was said that her picture of the Bauernhof was, by its excellent color, a disadvantage to the pictures near it, and the shore motive in Abasia was full of artistic charm. At Vienna, 1893, she exhibited a cycle, the months, which bore witness to her admirable mastery of her art. Among her works are some excellent Venetian subjects, on the Rialto, Morning on the Shore, and, in Venice, Wolf, Betty, Honorable Mention, Berlin, 1890, member of the Association of Women Artists and Friends of Art, also of the German Art Association, born in Berlin, where she was a pupil of Karl Stother Bernard, she also studied in Munich under Karl Mayer, besides numerous portraits of children, in pastel. This artist has painted portraits in oils of many well-known persons, among whom are Professor H. Steintal, Professor Albrecht Weber, and General von Zyklinski, Wolters, Henrietta, family name Van P. born in Amsterdam, 1692-1741, pupil of her father, and later made a special study of miniature under Christopher Lee Blonde. Her early work consisted largely in copies from Van de Velde and Van Dyck. Her miniatures were so highly esteemed that Peter the Great offered her a salary of 6,000 florins as his court painter, and Frederick William of Prussia invited her to his court. But nothing could tempt her away from her home in Amsterdam. She received 400 florins for a single miniature, a most unusual price in her time. Wood, Caroline S. Daughter of Honorable Horatio de Wood, of St. Louis. This sculptor has made unusual advances in her art to which she has seriously devoted herself less than four years. She has studied in the art school of Washington University, the Art Institute, Chicago, and is now a student in the Art League, New York. She has been commissioned by the state of Missouri to make a statue to represent the spirit of the state of Missouri. For the Louisiana Purchase Exposition, no reply to circular. Woodbury, Marsha Oaks, prize at Boston Art Club, medals at Mechanics Association Exhibition. Atlanta and Nashville Expositions, member of the New York and Boston Watercolor Clubs, born at South Berwick, Maine, pupil of Tommaso Jugleries, in Boston, and of Lusser, in Paris, Mrs. Woodbury paints in oils and watercolors, the latter are genre scenes, 
and among them are several Dutch subjects. She has painted children's portraits in oils. Her pictures are in private hands in Boston, New York, Chicago, and Cincinnati. The Smoker, and Mother and Daughter, a triptych, are two of her principal pictures. Woodward, doing, grand prize of the Academy Julian, 1894, member of Watercolor Club, Baltimore, Charcoal Club, Baltimore, Union de Femmes Painters et Sculptors de France, born at Williamsport, Pennsylvania, pupil of Pennsylvania Academy a few months, in Paris, of Bouderia, Robert Fleury, and Jules Lefebvre, her, Holland family at Prayer, exhibited at the Paris Salon, 1893, and, Jessica, belonged to the public library in Williamsport, Clam Digger's Coming Home Cape Cod, was in the Venice Exhibition, 1903, one of her pictures shows the, Julian Academy, Criticism Day, she has painted many portraits, and her work has often been thought to be that of a man, which idea is no doubt partly due to her choosing subjects from the lives of working men, she is of the modern school of colorists, right, Ethel, this artist contributed annually to the exhibitions of the London Academy from 1893 to 1900, as follows, in 1893 she exhibited, Millie, and, Echo, in 1894, The Prodigal, in 1895, A Watercolor, Lilies, in 1896, Rejected, in 1897, A Portrait of Mrs. Lawrence Phillips, in 1898, The Song of Ages, reproduced in this book, in 1899, a portrait of Mrs. Arthur Strauss, and in 1900, one of Miss Vaughan. No reply to circular. Right. Mrs. Patience, born at Bordentown, New Jersey, 1725, of a Quaker family, when left a widow, with three children to care for. She went to London, where she found a larger field for her art than she had in the United States, where she had already made a good reputation as a modeler in wax. By reason of this change of residence she has often been called an English sculptress, although the imaginative and pictorial is not cultivated or even approved by Quakers. Patience level, while still a child, and before she had seen works of art, was content only when supplied with dough, wax, or clay, from which she made figures of men and women. Very early these figures became portraits of the people she knew best and in the circle of her family and friends she was considered a genius. Very soon after Mrs. Wright reached London she was fully employed. She worked in wax, and her full-length portrait of Lord Chatham was placed in Westminster Abbey, protected by a glass case. This attracted much attention, and the London journals praised the artist. She made portraits of the king and queen, who, attracted by her brilliant conversation, admitted her to an intimacy at Buckingham House which could not then have been accorded to an entitled English woman. Mrs. Wright made many portraits of distinguished people, but few, if any, of these can now be seen, although it is said that some of them have been carefully preserved by the families who possess them. To Americans Mrs. Wright is interesting by reason of her patriotism, which amounted to a passion. She is credited with having been an important source of information to the American leaders in the time of the revolution. In this she was frank and courageous making no secret of her views. She even ventured to reprove George I.I.I. for his attitude toward the colonists, and by this boldness lost the royal favor. She corresponded with Franklin, in Paris, and new appointments, or other important movements in the British Army, were speedily known to him. Washington, when he knew that Mrs. Wright wished to make a bust of him, 
replied in most flattering terms that he should think himself happy to have his portrait made by her. Mrs. Wright very much desired to make likenesses of those who signed the Treaty of Peace, and of those who had taken a prominent part in making it. She wrote, to shame the English king, I would go to any trouble and expense, and add my might to the honor due to Adams, Jefferson, and others, though so essentially American as a woman. The best of her professional life was passed in England, where she was liberally patronized and fully appreciated. Dunlap calls her an extraordinary woman, and several writers have mentioned her power of judging the character of her visitors, in which she rarely made a mistake, and chose her friends with unusual intelligence. Her eldest daughter married in America, and was well known as a modeler in wax in New York. Her younger daughter married the artist Hopner arrival in portraiture of Stuart and Lawrence, while her son Joseph was a portrait painter. His likeness of Washington was much admired. W.U.L.F.R.A. 80. M.A.R.G.A.R.D.D.A. Born at Arnheim, 1678-1741. Was a pupil of Caspar Netcher of Heidelberg, whose little pictures are of fabulous value. Although he was so excellent a painter he was proud of Margaret, whose pictures were much admired in her day. Her musical conversation is in the Museum of Schwerin. Her Cleopatra and Semiramis are in the gallery at Amsterdam. Yandel, Enid, Special Designers Medal, Chicago, 1893, Silver Medal, Tennessee Exposition, Honorable Mention, Buffalo, 1901, Member of National Sculpture Society, Municipal Art Society, National Arts Club, all of New York, born in Louisville, Kentucky. Graduate of Cincinnati Art Academy, pupil of Philip Martini in New York, and in Paris of Frederick McMinnies and Auguste Rodin, the principal works, 